Guys, welcome back. This is, uh, well, actually, no, this is not a welcome back. This is a welcome. This is our first Tuesday episode. To something new. First Tuesday episode. Swishing it up, baby, from, from Wednesdays to Tuesdays and Thursdays. Not just one, but two episodes, Bashers in the City. Two episodes a week, guys, to give you your favorite content. We are super excited, and we just wanted to announce that so that you can be prepared for the next episodes. Absolutely, yeah. So Tuesdays, we'll be focusing uh, half the episode, kind of on recaps, finishing up uh, Katie's season now of The Bachelorette. We'll be moving into Bachelor in Paradise and then Michelle's season of The Bachelorette again. And uh, we'll keep bringing it all to you every Tuesday. Um, and then we'll still do a cool little topic, little guy's we'll choice topics. topic. Guy's little... choice Wait, topics. did you hear that, Dusty? What's that? do 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 Conspiracy. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. Conspiracies. <laughs> this is going to be a fun episode. This is a great way to, to uh, kick off our Tuesday edition. So, guys, we are excited. Without any further ado, we're going to get right into it. We had a, a little mental all action tonight with Miss Katie. And um, and then the real fun begins. So, <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys enjoy. All right, guys, welcome back to another recap. Peter is very mad at me because we actually just recorded this and I didn't record it all the way. So Peter's a little cranky, but we're going to do the recap. Hey, you know what, though? It's for our third roommates. This is our first our first episode on a Tuesday. And you know what? I may be pissed at you, but it's okay. I am so so happy to (laughs) talk about mental law. Again, so let, let, you know what? Let's uh, do just that, okay? Why not just talk about it all? Because you know, Let's you know just, how I love dude, the show honestly, so much. we should just stay up all night talking about it. We nice should just have well. a slumber party and and chat okay, it up. Let's do it. All right. So for tonight's episode, it started off with um, it was a little bit. For, it was a, it was a hybrid. It had mental law, but it also started off with part of a little bit of both. We're gonna go through this pretty quick too, guys. So you had Michael. Michael is getting Michael ready F. to Michael A. Right? Correct. He said. Okay, Michael A, he's getting, he's feeling some type of way. He's having these, you know, cold feet, so to say. He wants to come back with his child. He has every right okay, to feel well, this well, hold, way. Okay, hold up. That's what you thought. So so we, let's let's talk this through. So Michael has been having FaceTimes with his son and has that conversation. Uh, it, it was it was heartbreaking to hear. No no father obviously would ever want to hear that from from their son. But the, you know, his son was like, oh, he thinks, you know, maybe, maybe his dad doesn't love him or that's why he's been gone for so long or doesn't want to be with him there. He doesn't want to see him. Heart-wrenching. No dad would want to hear that. Obviously gets in Michael's head. Michael then goes, has a conversation with Katie and discloses it to her. But you had an interesting take on this conversation. I did. So this is a conspiracy week for us. Wait, did you? So keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. You keep doing the, you keep doing the noise. They're going to be so annoid with us. No, do it. Do it. Do the noise. I'm not going to keep doing that. Just get to your freaking conspiracy. All right. So my conspiracy is that maybe Michael, and again, guys, he has every right. And maybe this is how he feels like, like, he probably really does. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, he wants to be with his son, but he's almost done. Like, he's almost at hometowns. He's getting ready to see his son. 
And but what if he's not just feeling Katie? He could use this excuse, and no one is ever gonna fault him for this at all. You're thinking he's playing the dad card. He has every right to play the dad card. No one could ever say shit. It's my take you, on it. You, I yes. I, I obviously like yeah, like you said, no one could ever fault him for leaving for that reason. Katie, nope. nobody. Uh, I do see your point. You do have a point. He's, I feel like maybe, yeah, a little bit of a disservice was, I guess, done to his son because he didn't, he kind of didn't see it through to the very end. And he's there, you know, he's 80%, 90% done with the whole journey. Next week coming up, he's going to be able to see his son. His son's coming. So I could see why you would think that. I would be curious to see what Game of Roses would, would uh, Ooh, calculate that as. Game of Roses can maybe. Give us their input because it's one hundred percent zero. Like no one's gonna fault him. You can't. Well, if he's the if he's the if he ends up being the bachelor, then I think my theory will stand correct. I, yeah, and and the thing is, I feel like so. I know we're big on the Andrew train, and we would love to see Andrew as a bachelor. I do. I see amazing qualities in Michael A. He's. He's kind of the total package. He's obviously, you know, he's got so much wisdom, so much life experience. Yeah, he's you know, a great guy. Whether it's good or bad. He's a great guy. It, it would be interesting. I wonder, you know, if they, if they, if they brought his son on for the, for the whole, you know, for a season of him as the bachelor for that experience, that obviously would be tough. But I don't know. I guess we could potentially see if your theory is correct or not. Do, 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 do. All right. And but that's just a from there, crazy conspiracy. Anyways, moving on just to a, mental law. Just a crazy conspiracy, guys. Uh, moving on to the mental law, where we had a lot of bitching. <laughs> bitch, oh. bitch, 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 bitch. Hey, tell me how you really feel, all right? <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm sorry. I was grumpy. I was a little tired. Pete, you fell asleep over there, so shut up. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But There's a honestly, commercial break to my credit, all right? These Didn't guys were just... <laughs> They were just like bitching, like some like a, whole, petty, a whole lot of nothing. A whole I will give petty, you petty. It's like petty shit, shit that doesn't matter, <laughs> shit that doesn't matter at all. Just petty, petty, just cat, cat nagging, and gosh, it was just annoying. You were, literally, you were literally, I was, uh, guys, I wish that you could have been there watching with I us. Like great. you were, you were just like, shut up, sit down, shut up. Like that every time. <laughs> you were not feeling it. I was grumpy, guys. Maybe I, I don't know. This was just. It was just. You know, it was funny. I I think that the funniest part was when Katie, um, it was to Aaron, <laughs> calls the guy Thomas, Actually, and then quickly. But it but it was so it was so appropriate because I honestly I think that I truly think that Aaron talked more about Thomas the entire time on the show than he ever talked about Katie. I I, I truly mean that. So that he was might, just like yeah, so might, so fitting. That guy talks shit about everybody. I don't know. He, this whole episode, man. I, don't I would know. love and to I see get, who his friends are. Like, yeah, I get, does he have any people? He, he has, has no friends. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Jesus, I'm joking. don't jump to me here. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have uh, the Aaron stands after you, all right, in I your know, DMs, right? Dusty. This guy's coming at me. Be careful. And I thought, you know, again, Connor is a nice guy, but I am just a little Connored out. <laughs> Like he's playing guitar, he's in a cat suit, he's making out <laughs> he's with making random fans. Changers. He's singing songs. Like I am, I he's crying at his videos. I'm just, <laughs> I am Connored out, guys. I'm sure he's a great guy, but I am Connored out. <laughs> I did, I do wonder if that was yeah, if that was if that was legit. Oh. I mean, it would be cool to like have 
imagine that. Um, that would be the most dramatic. It would be the quickest season ever, but the most dramatic season if Connor and that girl from the audience ended up becoming a thing. That'd be that kind of funny. was an actress. She had to be an actress. Po- possibly. We have to have like a Shark Tank type of... looked terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I I noticed how they didn't really show too much. She said, it. it was an 11. <gasps> Liar. <laughs> <laughs> you, right, guys, my friend, I'm, are guys, a liar. <laughs> guys, I'm done being mean. I'm done. This, do we have anything else for the recap? <laughs> uh, let's talk. Let's, okay, we can give them some love. Listen, so... I think the, my favorite part was Jason and uh, Caitlin's bit. That was super cool seeing them, you know, his proposal. And uh, yeah. obviously it happened right after they got back from filming, I guess, um, Katie's season. So that was super cool. They're a great couple. They're one of my favorite couples from, from Bachelor Nation. So that was cool. Um, <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> I uh, I thought. What do you think of Thomas coming over video time or FaceTime? Uh, I don't know. They they look like they got closure, but it was still weird. I don't know. I was yeah. I was a little confused why they did that. Like why didn't he just come? But who knows? It, it could have been a ton of different reasons why he wasn't there. I don't know. I wasn't a. I don't know. I'm sure these guys are good guys. So this was your favorite. Got, this was just, your favorite episode. Yeah, is what you're saying. They just irked me for some reason tonight. <laughs> I don't know. And that Trey guy. That's all. He I just talks so much. <laughs> He's getting. What are you talking about, buddy? You just, you just, <laughs> you just. There was, there was a part where I'm like, it was like really, like I don't think did, did they ever have like a serious relationship? But he like he interjected and <laughs> wanted to like wanted to say his piece, and I'm like, dude, I don't He's, think, yeah. I don't think, I don't think you got to do that. <laughs> like, I don't think. He's like, you made me, you made me, <laughs> you made me grow as a man. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about, my guy? <laughs> Dusty, I want you to be more cranky. I want to watch The Bachelor with you when you're cranky. Like, this is fun. This oh is really fun. Oh, my God, guys. See what happens when I get tired? Oh, my God. All right. I don't think there's anything else positive for me to say about this show. I mean, I love Katie. Andrew, of course, you know, my guy. I don't know if I have anything else positive besides Jason. Well, and, I here, this is, this is what I have as positive. Katie's story is coming to an end. And, and that's not the positive part. That Don't take that the wrong way. The positive part is that she's about to find love. Okay? I'm putting it out she? there. I or feel like she? she I feel like she is. And yeah, she was kind of asked questions today in our tonight um, about if she would change stuff. And her answer, if you listen to it. By the way, guys, I saw some things about ring being on her finger. There was a ring on her right hand, and it was the middle finger. It was not at least the one I, I saw. Get, I always get confused with that. Was not an engagement ring. But... Um, I do believe that she found love, and uh, just from her answers, again, maybe she's throwing us off, maybe she's not, but we have hometowns next week, and... That we know nothing about. These- I, will, I will say that. I know <laughs> we know, I know nothing, nothing, about, nothing these- about Justin. <laughs> Literally nothing. What, what, I mean, do we know anything about any of the guys, really? <laughs> we, know, we know, like... Uh, what do you know, Pete? Well, obviously, Blake. Blake, we know... Blake Blake has done a good job. I I think Blake. I remember making a comment about this. Blake has done a okay. good job about having like interesting conversations, different conversations, like just being very real on the show. Again, I I'm, I think it's Blake. I know, like I, I did like a couple of Greg's dates, like the first one that he had. And who I know, was like, Greg? 
Who is Greg? You know who Greg is. He, he they won. They bonded over like their dads. That was. I know who like Greg a, is, but who is Greg? I don't know Greg, honestly. Hey, you know what? I will say, I will say from experience that now, like as well, I know it's a little different because obviously they're not really traveling, and it's the whole kind of format of of the way the show goes is a little bit different. But th- like the first, like I always looked at it, the first three quarters of a season is like for like entertainment purposes. And they're going to really, uh, obviously there's, there's potential for drama through the entire thing, but they're really going to hound on that. They're going to hound on like disagreements with friends or with, um, with people in the house and whatnot. And, uh, the, the physical dates or whatnot, the last quarter of, of the season, at least this is my, you know, my experience is when it really gets real and you really get to know the person. And it's like those, you know, it's two months of filming that's probably takes up maybe two weeks of filming that last part. That's, that's essentially where you, get to know 90% of the person, not the first, you know, three quarters of the season. So who knows? Maybe we will be pleasantly surprised and we will do a recap next week and we'll be like, wow, we could write a book on Blake, Greg, and Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Almost forgot his name, but I didn't. So, um... Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, this has been an absolute joy to talk the men tell all with you guys. Hope you guys are enjoying these recaps. We're excited to bring two episodes a week now. And uh, if you're ready, because I know Dusty and I are ready. Conspiracy theories. Listeners, we are excited to talk about this topic right now. Why you're so so formal? All right, right, listeners. (laughs) Listeners, you know what's up, guys? Can I not? Can I not be a little formal? I love it. I I curse too much. This and that, and now I'm trying to be a little formal. I know, but these are our roommates. You know, you don't have to be so so hoity toity. Hello, listeners. Like to welcome you back to the segment. All right, I get it. I get it. All right, you know. All right. Anyways, guys, me and Pete sit down on the couch sometimes and watch some TV. And sometimes we get really to these shows. It's like a wormhole show. You know, we're just like locked in. Our brains are just just outside the box, thinking of all the what ifs. And it gets kind of creepy sometimes because you just don't know what's going on. You don't know if it's true or false. And it's, I mean, we all know what it is. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> Guys, so we can't be the only ones that are fascinated by conspiracy theories. I honestly don't think that there's any that I actually buy, but it's always so interesting and fun to like dig deep You don't deep buy into any them. of them? Um, You're telling me right now you don't believe in aliens and you don't think no, the government I was actually just, I was literally just going to say that. And I, I don't consider that a cons- – because I've actually had an encounter with aliens. So I don't consider that a conspiracy theory. Yeah, you've, I've told you this story. Don't look at me like I'm whack. That was a ghost story, not an alien story. No, I've had encounters with ghosts as well. I've had— Oh, both. my God, this guy. I, this. I, I legit—okay, I'll go—this is not where we were supposed to go with this. These aren't conspiracy theories. But I used to live in Virginia, and that's where I was born. And so Virginia has been known to be 
one of the most haunted places in the United States. I think specifically Fredericksburg, Virginia is like known to be the most haunted city in the States. And so we actually live pretty close to there um, growing up. And so I have a lot of stories. I'll just pick like one, the, the one that has always stuck out to me since I was like a little kid. And um, I've never forgotten. I just have never forget how it made me feel. And and truly like what I'm about to tell you guys was, this is not made up at all. This is, this is legit. Um, so I remember I was in second grade. I had my teacher, my second grade teacher had come over for dinner. Um, my mom had invited her over and she had a daughter. Her name was Lauren. And so my dad was on a trip. He wasn't home, but it was, uh, myself, Lauren, and then my little brother, Jack. And so I remember we were downstairs in the basement, we were playing and I had set up this tent downstairs, um, that was, uh, essentially like my mom didn't want us actually like we, we were fascinated with camping at this like you know point in our lives we wanted to be like in this tent all the time and instead of like going outside my mom just thought it'd be safer to have us like stay inside in the basement so we had set it up in the basement and the basement floor had like um an outdoor that was you know you could get outside through the basement the way the house was set up and it was an all glass door so moonlight could always get in and even though the lights were all turned off you could still see what was down in the basement so we're finished playing and we're going back upstairs. We got called up for dinner. And so I remember my brother was first, then Lauren and then myself. And we we're going up one of the staircases. And I remember I turned all the lights off and I look back to make sure all the lights are off. And this is, I, I swear, I look back and I see the tent in the middle of the basement. And then all of a sudden, the tent starts to levitate into the air. And it gets maybe like three four feet up in the air, just literally floating there. And it's the most eerie feeling because it's like dimly lit. It's the moonlight coming through the door. And I remember being like paralyzed, like in like, I just like, not paralyzed, that's not the right word, but like, I wasn't scared. Like I was like almost numb and I was like attracted to it and I was drawn to it. And everyone, it wasn't just me. My brother was seeing this, Lauren was seeing this. For whatever reason, I start walking away from the staircase towards the tent very slowly. And I just start approaching it. And I get maybe like four or five feet away from the tent. And this thing is literally floating right in front of me. And then it just drops. And in that moment, I completely lose all calmness. And I freak out and I start screaming and I run back to the staircase. My brother is screaming, Lauren's screaming. We sprint upstairs and we tell our moms like what just happened and what we saw. And my teacher didn't necessarily believe us, but my mom believed me. And because my mom had had, you know, her own encounters with seeing orbs fly by. She, you know, heard footsteps throughout the night, literally pictures being turned around, like had had her own experiences. So she totally believed it, but ghosts are real. 100%. I've, I've had experiences like I've, I've, I've seen it. So that's why I don't consider them a conspiracy theory. Okay. Okay. I feel like we should save this topic for, well, the ghost topic or a ghost session or whatnot. That is pretty spooky. I remember you telling me that before. But let's talk about yeah. conspiracies, Peter. I know. Okay, well, <laughs> that was a long, cons- drawn out Not way. one conspiracy theory was... <laughs> <laughs> it's not... If it's real, it's not a conspiracy. Listen, so like the, cons- like, wh- like the flat earth theory, I don't understand why... I, I guess because like being a pilot, maybe I have like I'm privy to a little bit more knowledge about stuff like in the air or the sky. Like, guys, I'm... I've been high enough, like in the air. The highest I've ever flown is like forty-seven thousand feet. At that, like height, 
some people say you're tricking yourself into it, but I believe you can just start to see the curvature of the earth. Like you're just high enough. So people that believe like in the flat earth, I just, I don't get because also we have pictures from outside the earth from satellites that show the earth. It just doesn't quite make sense to me. I don't get that either. There's one that I'm really into. I need to watch more about it, but I saw something on TikTok. It's about like the pyramids. There's this theory that, conspiracy theory that the pyramids were actually power plants back in the day. And the Egyptians used to be able to use energy and they used the pyramids for energy or something like that. It's insane. Do you believe the aliens helped the Egyptians make the pyramids? I just, I, maybe. The pyramids are so much. Because they're so perfect. There's so much, yeah. And how, and like those bricks are like huge that they built them on. How did man do, I don't know. It's so crazy to me. Yeah, that that is like, it's, it's, I mean, engineering back then, obviously math existed back then, but just the level of perfection, it's kind of crazy to think that we just did that as humans with like the level of technology that was capable of that we were capable at that point. I don't know. I've heard, yeah, that they think the aliens helped create the pyramids. The whole moon conspiracy. That we never went on the moon? What's, do you, you don't believe that, right? No, I believe we did go on the moon. Yeah, I don't like people that try to like, and I, I've, you know, I hear what people say like, oh, well, there's the pictures of the flag and it's like waving in the wind. No, it's, and there's no wind up in space. It's not, there, there's the flag was literally designed to be kind of, you know, uh, erected at, you know, horizontally. I never thought about that. <laughs> but that's, that's, yeah, that's one thing that all these theorists are like, oh, well, there's no, there's no wind up there. Why is it blowing? It's like, well, no, because that's how it was designed to look, the flag. I also don't like, they think it was like we were, it was, it was a set that NASA just filmed on. And we did that because we didn't want to concede in the space race that we were going to lose. So instead of actually getting there, we decided just to make it look like we got there. But that's complete BS. We went to the moon. There's no way we didn't. What's your favorite conspiracy? Denver International Airport is thought to be the Illuminati's headquarters. <laughs> have you heard that? I have not, but I was going to bring up Illuminati, but that's interesting. So, and it's kind of crazy. And this this is actually legit. There's a lot of weird things about Denver Airport. I don't know if you guys have been there. So if you look at an airport map and like for us, like we have like our, it's called Jefferson charts. It's like our, it tells us all the information we need to know about an airport, our approaches, everything is, cons- you know, in these charts. And so there's an airport diagram chart that we use that just gives us like an over, overlay of what it looks like. And the, right, the way the runways are constructed, it actually is constructed to look like a swastika, which is kind of crazy. There's no other airport that I know of that looks like that. And so that's something weird. They say that there is like a bunch of tunnels under, like there's a, the transportation system at Denver airport has trams that, you know, move people from each terminal underground. Mm-hmm. And they said that in the, during the construction of that, that there was a lot of tunnels that were never accounted for after they were constructed. And they think that they're like secret, secret bunkers or the conspiracy, conspiracy theorists say that they're secret bunkers for like if there was going to be a nuclear war or something or, or whatnot, or where like top government officials have secret meetings down in these bunkers that people know were constructed but have never been used. There's got to be stuff like that, though. There's got to be. Oh, for sure. What's crazy too is it's weird is so when you drive up to Denver airport, there's a huge blue Mustang, a, a, a horse statue that has red, it's kind of creepy. It's got red eyes that shine like it's a light inside of them. So that both eyes are bright red 
They shine during the day at nighttime. And what's this actually, this has been proven, this is true. It's actually really sad. The artist of that Mustang, of the horse sculpture, it's huge, like 20 foot sculpture. When he was constructing it, died during, while he was making it because the head of the horse fell off and landed on him and, and it killed him. And what's the weird thing though, is that they decided to still put the sculpture up. They obviously fixed it and constructed it and erected it at the airport. And it's just like, it's eerie because it's got these red eyes. You know the story behind it. It killed a man. I don't know. There's just a lot of weird things around Denver airport that people uh, talk about. What about you? What are, what's some of your oh, man. favorite I think, conspiracies? I think Area 51, I'm really intrigued by. I think we're all intrigued by Area 51. What is Area 51? I think the government for sure knows that there's other life out there. I don't think they're, I think we're getting closer. I've just been, you know, word that they're giving out more information of UFOs that are unidentified objects flying. And we're getting more of those coming from the Pentagon. But I think there's so much that we don't know that they have to keep under wraps just for, I don't know. I think the world, I think the world thinks it's ready, but I don't think the world is ready to know. Why is that though? Why can't we know if there is extraterrestrial life? Like we're not, are we just going to like, come? like we're not going to internally combust? Like, oh my God, there's something else out there. I think it'll start a panic because I think so many people are so set also in religion. And if there are, you know, aliens out there, what does that mean about your religion? I feel like it, I don't know. I think it could be all kinds of different things. Who knows? I mean, yeah, you're right. People definitely are scared of the unknown. But yeah, Area 51 is, is a, it's funny. Um, Actually, because I used when I was living out in LA, I would do a lot of LA Vegas trips with my first um, carrier that I was working with, and so you always there's a huge restricted airspace that covers a huge part of the Southwest, like California Nevada area. Mm -hmm. That's where Area 51 is, and so you're always vectored essentially around it. You're never allowed through that airspace, and they keep you way far away from it. And it was kind of cool because I didn't realize it until one of the captains I was flying with pointed it out to me. But there is these. And you guys, if you ever go through Las Vegas, keep an eye out for it because you'll see it. They take off all day long, all throughout the day. But it's a red, it's a white. If you know what a 737 is, uh, it's a white 737 with a red line down it. And there's no logo on the tail. There's no name on the airplane whatsoever. But what that is, it's the shuttle for all the Area 51 employees. They get transported in and out every single day. They don't drive in. They fly them in from Las Vegas, McCarran Airport to Area 51 and back. And it's kind of like weird because like there's no identification on the airplane. There's like a tail number, but I mean like no like airline logo or anything. And it's just like, what is going on over there? Like, what are they working on? It's like so far in the future, we have no idea about. We have no idea. You know, Emma, Emma is one of our producers, guys. She actually believes that birds aren't real. She thinks birds <laughs> are actually like <laughs> part of the CIA Emma. or something like She told me this right before we get on. <laughs> she says it's true. She goes, it's true. Yeah. So she says they sit on the electric pole um, power lines to power back up. She says the government replaced them with drones in 1987. Emma, <laughs> but I will. I told Emma this though. I did see this uh, video on Instagram of a bird standing on top of a bird. A video of it, like there's a bird standing on top of a bird flying. Really? Yeah, it's actually really crazy. But I, I just there's no way that we literally decimated every single bird 
that ever exist. Like, you know how, yeah, many how can you replace millions, all billions birds of birds? Yeah. You just, that's not like you'd see more. Like, we'd have at least one of them that f- fell out of the air from a glitch or a malfunction, you know, like, and you see yeah. it like, well, yeah. What about all the dead birds? Are they really, come on, Emma. They're not just given like this crazy, like bird, like body that could die. I, I I've, li- I've, I've seen literally so seen birds, birds with one leg, you know, like, that wouldn't happen to a robot. You'd it would like have a, a short circuit or something, you know? Yeah, I've seen plenty of birds run into the windows and they die, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Emma goes, "You're coming at me for birds." After Peter said he saw a floating tent. <laughs> well, I, I, I actually, <laughs> thing is, I actually did. So I know it sounds crazy. I could tell you. I'll go into more stories. My dad uh, found like this is a creepy one. Oh dear. Our house is being built in Virginia. And we were in a rental before. I was obviously young. I don't remember this. But my dad was like doing some digging around the house. Ended up finding a bone. Found a bone he was digging. It was like an arm bone, like a human arm bone. And he told my mom, he's like, listen, like he, or he didn't tell, this is the the creepy part. He didn't tell any of us. The house had already been built. Never mind. This is after the house was already built because he then went on a trip. He, my dad's an airline pilot as well. He had put the bone in the garage and his thought was he wanted to give it a proper burial just out of respect um, instead of just, you know, having it stay there where he dug it up. He wanted to properly bury it. But when he got back from the trip, he was going to go do just that. And the bone was gone, was completely just never found it again. And he had not told my mom, obviously didn't tell Jack or I, we were so little. Where was it left at? He had put it in the garage and he had hid, essentially hidden it there to when he got back from his trip to give it a proper burial. Wasn't there, you know, who knows what happened to it or whatnot. But, you know, when my dad tells me that story, obviously, like, I believe him. Weird footstep stories. Like, there was like a... We should save these scary stories for whenever ghost story time. Yeah, I got a lot of them. I have a, a lot. My grandmother, real quick, this one's scary. So my grandmother was house-sitting our house once when we were, uh, we were on vacation somewhere. And she was house-sitting the house. And she was in the living room area. This is the same house in Virginia. And she heard a knock on the door. And the door, you could see, the front door, you could see from where she, the, living, the couch was in the living room. And she felt, uh, she like heard a knock, like felt something weird going on, looked over, saw this lady with these huge coats on, like fur coats, walk through the door, stop, look at her, and then put her hand up in like, it was like the foyer area. She put her hand up, and a little bird flew down to her hand, landed in her hand. The lady turned around and walked back out. And that's my grandmother. My grandmother's not making that up. Like, I got to bring, you know what? I, we got to bring my mom on again. I don't, know my mom's wanna, got, I don't know if I should be living with you, man, with all this weird shit going on. <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, it was, to be fair, it was in Virginia where all that stuff was happening. But I'm not making this up. Like, it may sound crazy, but why would I make it up? No more ghost stories. You're freaking me out. We'll save the ghost stories for a ghost story topic. (laughs) (laughs) Do you believe in hollow earth? No, that's not, it's not possible. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Maybe, possibly, yeah. Really? Yeah. You know what? I think everyone's tired of us and our ghost stories, our conspiracy theory stories. I think, yeah, it's time for us to uh, say goodbye. Cue the, uh, the Twilight music.
I could I could talk about this all day, but anyways, guys, uh, thank you for listening. Let us know your favorite conspiracy theory. Write us a message on our yeah, and let us know if you believe in ghosts or aliens or all the above. All the above. All right, guys, thank you for uh, humoring us with uh, with listening to our our crazy crazy stories. Uh, I'm Peter. Pete's crazy stories, uh, and I'm Dustin. <laughs> And we're bashers in the city. And anytime you guys want to talk conspiracy, we're here for you. Much love. Adios. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. New episodes every Wednesday. Send your voice memos to BTC at redrockmusic.com. That's BTC at R-E-D-D rockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.